Hello, and welcome to Healthify with Gummel, your weekly dose of hope, health, and happiness. I'm your host, Gummel, a certified holistic health coach, and with me is my wonderful co-host. I'm Reed, and today we're going to be exploring the secrets of healthy aging. Yeah, you know, aging doesn't have to be a daunting and inevitable process. There are ways to embrace the passing years while feeling energized, mentally sharp, and physically fit. So get ready to unlock the secrets of healthy aging with us. And trust me, it's not all about creams and lotions. We're talking about real sustainable changes you can make in your daily life. Absolutely, Reed. From the role of nutrition in fueling our bodies to the power of exercise, from maintaining mental and emotional well-being to adopting healthy lifestyle habits, we cover it all. It's time to embrace aging as an opportunity for growth and vitality. Let's kick off this amazing episode, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So nowadays, aging is often seen as something negative, right? Yeah. Even daunting. But we are here to change the perspective today, hopefully. And aging is a natural part of life, right? Absolutely. Aging is a beautiful journey that we all embark upon. It's all about embracing the changes and cherishing the wisdom that comes along with it each year. Yeah. But you know what? What? There are so many misconceptions surrounding aging that we need to debunk. Absolutely. I know. Um, One of the common misconceptions is that aging is solely determined by genetics. Right. Right. And that there's not much we can do about it. But guess what? Science tells a different story. Research shows that our lifestyle choices play a significant role in healthy aging. So you're basically saying it's not just about the genes we inherit. It's about how we nurture ourselves from within. Yeah. And speaking of nurturing, let's talk about aging in women specifically. Did you know that women tend to live longer than men on average? Yeah. And in fact, according to the World Health Organization, women tend to outlive men in almost every country around the world. Wow. Yeah. But here's the thing. Living longer doesn't automatically mean living healthier, right? And we want to focus on healthy aging, allowing women to thrive in every stage of the life. Yeah, that's right. And it's essential to address the unique challenges and changes that women experience as they age. You know, experiencing hormonal fluctuations, menopause and bone health are just a few areas that women need to pay specific attention to and support. Yeah. So as women age, they undergo hormonal changes that can affect their overall well-being. Yeah. And menopause, for example, can bring about symptoms like hot flashes, mood swings, you know, um, changes in your sleeping pattern. Um, But the good news is there are various natural remedies, lifestyle adjustments, um, support networks that can help women navigate this phase with grace 
And some of this we've discussed in our earlier episode also. Yeah. 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 And all of this is so true. And let's not forget the importance of bone health because as women age, they have a higher risk of getting osteoporosis. Um, But if they have a balanced diet that's rich in calcium, vitamin D, and they do weight-bearing exercises, they can maintain strong and healthy bones as they age. Yeah, nurturing bone health through nutrition and exercise is definitely a key. And especially during and after menopause, yeah. when the risk of osteoporosis becomes more prominent, right? Yeah. And it's never too early or too late to prioritize um, bone health. And this is actually something that I'm having to pay extra attention to. And strength training is definitely a part of my routine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's a great point because oftentimes women, when they age, they overlook their mental and emotional well-being because aging causes multiple changes in self-image, self-confidence, their ability to adapt to new lifestyle or life circumstances. And if they take care of their mental and emotional health, it is very good for their overall well-being. Yeah, self-care practices, you know, that we often talk about in our other episodes as well, like mindfulness, uh, meditation, and engaging in uh, hobbies or activities that make you happy and make you feel fulfilled. These can greatly support your mental and emotional well-being. And additionally, maintaining a strong social connection and fostering meaningful uh, relationships, you know, can play a vital role in healthy aging. And as you're getting older, social connections become even more important for you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that because connecting with loved ones or pursuing your passions and engaging in social activities, it doesn't just bring happiness. But it's also good to your brain because it gives cognitive stimulation and overall brain health. Yeah, that's spot on. And um, our brains need exercise just like our bodies. Yeah. Um, They need stimulation. So engaging in activities uh, that challenge your brain, like puzzles, like reading. Yeah. Or you could take up learning a new skill. um, And this will all help your cognitive function as you age. And some things that um, can be helpful are doing Sudoku yeah. or the Wordle, which got really popular yeah. Yeah. You know, in the recent times. Or just your simple, basic uh, crossword puzzles that I love to do. Yeah, I love those too. Also, especially during traveling, I love yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. So I really wanted to talk about the vital role of nutrition in healthy aging, that's my area. Yeah. Uh, we often hear the phrase that you are what you eat, but when it comes to healthy aging, what does it really mean? You know, I think it means so much because that phrase, like you say it to me pretty often, um, because the food that we nourish our bodies with plays a crucial role in how we age. It's about giving ourselves the right fuel for optimal vitality. And you know what? Our changes can make a significant impact on our overall well-being also. Yeah. So talking about nutrition, let's start with antioxidants. 
something we often hear about, right? Yeah, so these personal compounds found in colorful fruits and vegetables like um, berries, spinach, kale, all of these can help you combat the damaging effects of free radicals in your body. And they're like little superheroes protecting your cells from premature aging. Yeah, so antioxidants are basically like a shield for our cells. Yeah. Because they help reduce the inflammation and oxidative stress in our bodies. And speaking of superheroes, I think it's very important not to forget the amazing benefits that omega-3 fatty acids give us because these healthy fats, which are found in fatty fish like salmon, um, even walnuts and flax seeds have these. They help promote our brain health and reduce inflammation and even support our heart health, which is very important as we age. Yeah. So omega-3 fatty acids are like a nourishing elixir yeah. for our body, right? Right. Uh, keeping our minds sharp and our hearts strong, as you were saying. Yeah. And um, we don't want to forget about the importance of whole grains in our diet. Yeah. Something that sometimes gets a bad rap and people try to stay away from, like saying these are carbs or trying to be gluten-free without even knowing why they are gluten-free, whether they need to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to exclude anything just because it's the trend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So foods like quinoa, uh, brown rice, oats, all of these provide fiber. Right vitamins yeah um and minerals that support our digestion and regulate blood sugar levels and keep us feeling fuller for yeah. longer yeah and uh, rightly said you know whole grains are a fantastic way to give our bodies the sustained energy that they need yeah. while also providing key nutrients um and the next thing that i want to talk about is hydration because I can't emphasize enough how important hydration is as we age. Because if you're drinking enough water throughout the day, um, it helps with the digestion, circulation, and it also keeps our skin glowing and radiating as we age, which I know is very important for many people out there. Definitely. And staying hydrated is like giving our bodies a refreshing oasis. And usually um, I tell most of my clients, and I've taught this to you as well, um, about drinking water. You want to drink uh, enough water, meaning how much ever you weigh, half that in ounces is what you want to drink. So if you weigh 200 pounds, I'm just hypothetically, then you want to drink at least 100 ounces of water a day. Yes, there are some... um, that's say seven to eight glasses or anything like that. Yeah, but, you know, this is a good formula, half your body weight yeah. in ounces. Yeah. And I feel like hydration, like drinking water can get very boring at times. You can spice it up by adding like fresh fruit or lime to your water because like for me, drinking plain water all the time gets kind of redundant. So Adding fruit or something fresh can, or even mint in the summer is very good. That can really keep you hydrated and you also like drinking the water. Yeah, definitely. So like you mentioned, mint is excellent 
uh, especially in hot summers like you get like in India or yeah. in Southeast Asia or yeah. other parts parts of the world, right? Um, mint along with a piece of ginger is excellent. Um, it will keep you cool. It'll, um, you know, your body temperature will stay on close to normal. Yeah. Um, Taste-wise, it's yeah. really good and refreshing. And you'll feel good drinking it. Yeah. And you're apt to drink a bit more. Yeah. But, yeah. So definitely. So it's about finding joy in the process of preparing and enjoying delicious, wholesome meals. Right? Yeah. And it's about savoring each bite and being mindful of how the food makes you feel, both physically and mentally. And that's only possible. If you focus on eating and not on that other gadget that you always have in yeah. your hand. Your phone. Yes, your phone. So it's a good idea to put that phone away during meal times and enjoy the food. Because once you start doing that, you're going to be so much more mindful of what you're eating, how much of it you're eating. Right. And your body's going to respond better. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that I know you, that we practice on a daily basis, especially ever since we've gotten our phones, which we didn't get until a later age in life, like our mid-teens. And I've learned to keep my phone away from the dinner table and really be present during that time when I'm eating. Absolutely. And I think it's important not to forget the importance of personalized nutrition which I know is something that you can help with as a health coach uh, because each one of us is unique and we have different nutritional needs and preferences. So it's essential to listen to our bodies and experiment with different types of foods and find what works best for us individually. Yeah, I always encourage my clients to explore and educate themselves about nutrition and seek out reliable sources, you know, and make informed choices that align with their own health goals, their yeah. views, their lifestyle, the environment yeah. they're in. Um, so uh, not one size fits all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's some excellent advice. And while we're on the topic of nutrition and healthy aging, we would like to take a moment to ask for your support. If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our conversations, please take a moment to leave a five-star review and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast on. Yes, your support means the world to us. And by reviewing and subscribing to our podcast, you'll be helping us reach more people and spread the message of healthy aging in this episode. And we talk about health in general. So it allows us to keep bringing you informative and engaging episodes. And also in the comments, do let us know what else you want us to discuss in our future episodes. Yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. So moving on, we're going to be exploring the significance of physical activity and exercise in healthy aging. Now, we all know that staying active is very important. But how does it actually impact our well-being as we age? I'm glad you asked that one. So, because we always hear regular exercise, regular exercise, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. 
So physical activity is like the fountain of youth for anybody yeah. looking. Yeah. And I think that's everyone. So not only does it keep our bodies strong and agile, um, but it also has a profound effect on our overall health. And research shows that regular exercise can reduce the risk of chronic diseases. It can improve mental health and increase uh, longevity, you know. Yeah. So all of this comes under healthy aging. Yeah. And the benefits of exercise are truly remarkable because according to the World Health Organization, physical inactivity is one of the leading risk factors for global mortality. You know, it's estimated that a lack of physical activity is responsible for about 9% of premature deaths worldwide. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. Those stats are eye-opening. It just goes to show you how crucial it is to prioritize movement in your daily life, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the best part is that it's never too late to start. So whether you're in your 30s, 50s, or even beyond that, incorporating regular physical activity can make a tremendous difference in your overall health. Yeah. And you know how they say, if you don't move it, you lose it? Yeah. Yeah. So we got to keep moving. Yeah. So physical activity is not only beneficial for our physical health, but also our mental health. Right. Right. So when we exercise, our bodies release endorphins, uh, you know, those feel-good hormones. Yeah. Yeah. And that can boost our mood and reduce stress levels. And regular physical activity has been linked to improved sleep, something well, we all need more of. Yeah. And enhanced cognitive function and a reduced risk of depression and anxiety. Wow. Yeah. Exercise truly has a transformative effect on our overall well-being. And you know what's even more fascinating? What? Um, it can also help slow down the aging process at a cellular level. Because uh, research has shown that exercise can increase the length of our telomeres, which are protective caps at the ends of our chromosomes. And the longer telomeres are associated with the longevity and healthier aging. That's some good science right there. Right. Coming from a science student. Right. Yeah, it's my stuff. <laughs> Incredible. So it just goes to show you how interconnected our lifestyle choices are with the aging process. Right. Yeah. And the best part is that we have the power to make positive changes at any age. Yeah. And it's never too late to start reaping the benefits of physical activity. So you, um, for younger ages, if you have more stamina, more energy, you know, you're physically able and fit, Yeah, you can do more. Yeah. And then as you are aging, somebody who's older, you know, in their 50s, in their 60s, in their 70s, even if you can just walk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because incorporating, I think incorporating cardiovascular exercise and strength training in our routines is very important. So cardiovascular activities include things like brisk walking, uh, cycling, or dancing. Anything that gets our hearts pumping uh, improves our circulation and increases our endurance. Dancing is the one we do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and on the other hand, strength training Exercises can help build and maintain muscle mass, 
which is essential for functional movement and maintaining independence as we age. Because, you know, a lot of women, they don't want to do strength training or weightlifting because they're like, oh, I'll get jacked up and I'll be like built and I don't want that. But it's important to remember that strength training isn't only for that. Yeah, it's for strength. Yeah. Hence strength training, right? Yeah. So a balanced exercise routine that includes both cardiovascular and strength training, that's the key. Yeah. And it's important to find activities that you enjoy that align with your individual abilities and your interests. Yeah. You know, whatever your health is, you want to be doing according to that. Right. And whether it's joining a group fitness class or going for a hike or practicing yoga, I mean, the options are just endless. Yeah, that, yeah. that is so true. And I think exercise should be something that we look forward to and not necessarily a chore that we have to do every day. I agree. Um, and let's not forget the power of social connection when it comes to staying active. You know, joining a sports team, participating in a group fitness class, or simply going for a walk with friends can add an element of fun and motivate you to actually get up and exercise. Yeah, and sometimes we really underestimate these things. Yeah. Um, Doing physical activities like these and socially connecting, I mean, you're reaping twice as much benefit, right? Yeah. Yeah, so having a support system and community of like-minded individuals can make all the difference. Yeah. And it can keep us accountable encourages us to push our limits and then it adds an extra layer of enjoyment to our exercise routine and you know how like um the accountable part yeah you know how people um make it uh like for instagram yeah you know they will list on instagram that i'm trying to lose weight or i'm gonna run a marathon or i'm training for a marathon yeah yeah and then those things because they are so public, they yeah. become accountable to yeah. that. Then they want to own up that journey and do it. Yeah. And for some people, that's yeah. Hard. Also, because the friend element, like even if you're not posting it on social media, if you have a friend that makes you accountable to show up for that friend as well, because you are accountable for yourself and another person at the same time. Right. Yeah. So let's dive into the importance of social connection and mental well-being or healthy aging. Yeah. Okay. So we often hear that no man is an island. Right. Yeah. But how does social connection truly impact our health as we age? Yeah. So social connection is like nourishment for our souls. Uh, Research has shown that strong social ties can have a profound impact on our mental and physical well-being. In fact, there was a study that I read that was published in the Journal of PLOS Medicine, and it found that social relationships are associated with a 50% increased likelihood of survival. And I found that to be truly remarkable. Yeah, so basically you're saying that as you age, it becomes even more important for companionship. Right, yeah. Than yeah. younger age, Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the power of social connection can be, uh, cannot be 
underestimate it, right. I think. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes we do. Right. Um, and engaging in meaningful, meaningful relationships and maintaining a strong support network. Right. This provides a sense of belonging. It reduces your stress levels and it boosts your immune system. Right. It's like a natural elixir for um, healthy aging. Yeah, that is so true. And here's another fascinating fact. A study conducted by Harvard University found that having a diverse network of social connections can positively impact cognitive function and brain health. And that means engaging in stimulating conversations, sharing experiences, and staying socially active can help our minds be sharp and agile as we age. That's absolutely mind-boggling. It just goes to show that the benefits of social connection extend far beyond our emotional well-being, right? Yeah. So I think we should nurture our relationships and make an effort to stay connected with our loved ones and the community beyond. Yeah, because mental well-being is so important in healthy aging. Taking care of our minds is just as important as taking care of our bodies. You know, engaging in activities that promote mental wellness, like mindful practices, meditation, engaging hobbies, can really have a profound impact on our overall well-being. Yeah, and as you've said, that research has shown that mindfulness uh, practices like meditation and deep breathing exercises can reduce stress, and also improve our sleep quality. And then that enhances our overall sense of well-being, right? Yeah. It's like giving our minds a well-deserved break and allowing it to recharge. Yeah, which is very important. Another thing that I think is very important is to have lifelong learning because it's an important aspect to healthy aging. Uh, engaging in intellectual pursuits. So that could be like reading books or attending lectures. Even taking up new hobbies can keep our minds uh, sharp and engaged. And it's basically like giving our brains a workout. Yeah, I'm very much for that. Lifelong learning is like fuel to our minds, right? Yeah. And keeping you curious, adaptable, and open to new experiences. And I feel like when you stop learning, yeah, you stop living. Yeah. You know, then you stop aging also in a mental sense. Yeah. Um, growth is very important yeah. for healthy aging. Yeah. Right. And you know what? What's even more exciting is that studies have shown that continued learning and uh, mental stimulation can help build cognitive reserves which can potentially delay the onset of cognitive decline as we age. Right. And I think this just goes to show that our brains have incredible plasticity and the capacity to grow and adapt throughout our lives. Yeah. See, I told you this was not all about lotions and cream. Yeah. Yeah. So let's explore the importance of taking care of the outside of our bodies in the journey of healthy aging. So now we're going to talk about lotions and creams. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we often hear that beauty comes from within, but what does our external care impact? 
um, how does it impact our overall well-being? I think that's a really great question because even though our inner body is undoubtedly essential, our external care also plays a very important role in our self-esteem and confidence. And I think you would agree here. Um, when we take care of our physical appearance, it has a positive impact of how we're feeling mentally and emotionally. And it's all interconnected. Yeah, it's about nurturing yourself holistically, both inside and out. And that's why the holistic approach is really good. And let's not forget about our skin, our largest organ. Yeah. That deserves attention and care. As we age, our skin goes through a lot of changes. And it's essential to adapt our skincare routine accordingly. So, so far, we've discussed everything for the inside. Now it's time for the outside. Yeah, I think our skin deserves some extra love and care as the years go by. Yeah, we age, you know, as we're aging, our skin naturally undergoes changes such as a decrease in collagen and elastin production, Yeah, uh, which results in loss of elasticity and firmness. Yeah. Uh, I've experienced that. Um, but fear not. I think there are plenty of ways you can support your skin health and maintain a youthful glow. That's right. And I think one of the fundamental steps in skincare is cleansing. Yeah. Uh, it's crucial to cleanse our skins daily to remove all the dirt, impurities, and makeup that we have on our skin. It's very easy to go to sleep with your makeup on and be like, okay, I'll worry about it tomorrow. Yeah. But it's very important to take it off. And it's also important to choose gentle cleansers that don't strip away the natural oils on your skin because those natural oils are very important. And if you're using harsh cleansers, it can disrupt the skin's moisture barrier. So opting for natural, more non-toxic skincare products can also be beneficial for our overall skin health. Yeah, I think because there's chemical in everything, you want to be mindful of what you're putting on your skin as well, because ultimately it's going inside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So cleansing is definitely the foundation of good skin care. And uh, following up with that would be moisturization. Yeah. Which is extremely important for me. It's important for me as well. Yeah, but like my skin is the, you know, desert. Yeah. Yeah. So as we age, our skin tends to become drier and drier. So using a hydrating moisturizer can help replenish moisture. Yeah. And it can promote a plump and supple complexion. Right. Everything you want. Yeah. For that glow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Most people overlook sunscreen, but it's important not to forget about that because the sun's harmful UV rays are one of the primary causes for premature aging and skin damage. Um, Applying sunscreen with a broad spectrum SPF, even every day, even on days that are cloudy because the UV rays are still popping through those clouds, um, it can help protect our skin from damaging effects of the sun. Yeah. So let me tell you a story, a thing that happened this morning. I told your father to put um, SPF this morning and he goes, but but there's no sun. 
Right. Right. And I told him, no, you need to be doing this 365 days, no matter if you see the sun or not. Right. Because the UV rays are still present. Yeah. So, Which is a common misconception I think most people have. Yeah. And sunscreen is non-negotiable step, I think, in our routine. Um, I do it every morning after washing my face, after moisturizing. I have two layers. One is a moisturizer and the next one is the sunscreen. Right. And it's like a shield that safeguards your skin from UV damage and it reduces the risk of skin cancer. And it prevents the formation of wrinkles and age spots, everything you don't want. Right. So we need to remember that prevention is key when it comes to maintaining youthful looking skin. Yeah. I think we could, we should do everything that is possible in our hands to prevent premature aging of, of our skin. Um, and I think I can't emphasize enough how important exfoliation is. Um, Because as we age, the natural exfoliation process slows down and that can lead to a buildup of a lot of dead skin cells. Um, So doing regular exfoliation and using gentle scrubs or even chemical exfoliants, if necessary, can help remove those dead skin cells and reveal a fresh radiant complexion. However, it's important not to overdo this and choose products that can uh, that are suitable for your skin type. Yeah, everybody's skin's different, so there's no one size fits all. Right. right. Yeah, and exfoliation um, is like a reset button for our skin. Yeah. And it promotes cell turnover and it reveals a brighter, smoother complexion. Right. Um, but as you mentioned, moderation is key and excessive exfoliation can irritate your skin. Right. So finding the right balance and listening to your skin's needs is very essential. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's not underestimate the power of a good night's sleep. Something that is, I'm, I'm, yeah, I love talking about sleep. (laughs) You're a major advocate of sleep. Yeah. So quality sleep allows our skin to repair and regenerate giving us that refreshed and rejuvenated look. Something I'm always wanting. Right. You're absolutely right. You know, sleep is like a secret beauty elixir. It's during those restful hours that our body actually does the repair work. Um, I love my sleep. You know that on the weekends I'm sleeping in. It helps with my skin because self-care is not just a luxury. I think it's essential part of healthy aging and it's about finding those moments to nurture ourselves and really pamper our bodies and cultivate a sense of well-being from head to toe. Yeah, we've just uh, covered a lot, I think, right? Right. Yeah, so we hope that you've enjoyed this episode about the secrets of healthy aging with us today and we would love it if you would take a moment to please leave a review and comment about how we can make this podcast better and suggestions for future episodes. Also, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. And I think this has been a very enlightening and empowering discussion that we've had. 
Um, and I just want to let our listener know that the secret to healthy aging lies in nourishing our bodies, minds, and souls. And if you haven't already, we would in- we are inviting you to follow us on Instagram at Healthify with Kamal Podcast because it's a great way to stay connected, receive updates about our upcoming episodes, and engage with our incredible community. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, keep nourishing your body, mind, and soul. Stay healthy, happy, and thriving, and we'll see you in the next one. See you. Hi there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder that the information provided on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only. The content on this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any medical condition. You should always seek the advice of a doctor or a qualified medical professional with any questions regarding a medical condition or treatment.